Welcome to Thriving at Home, a podcast where we discuss all things family, marriage, parenting, and relationships. Our goal, to disturb and disrupt the ordinary mundane life and give you the tools to move from surviving to thriving. We're your hosts, Eddie and Jessica Harrison. And we're so glad you're here. Let's go. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Thriving at Home podcast episode number... We're not sure at this point, to be quite <laughs> honest with you. We, uh, as you may have noticed, well, before I get into that, my name is Eddie. This is my beautiful wife, Jessica. Hey, guys. And uh, we're getting ready to go into week number five of a full shelter-in-place quarantine. And you may have noticed that last week we didn't do an episode. And there's a few reasons behind that uh, that we'll get to in just a moment, but... Uh, Jess, how you how you doing? Well, it's funny because I was just listening to our intro to help everyone out there go from surviving to thriving. Yes. And I kind of giggled because like that means something so different than yes. what it meant when we were just recording that fun little intro bumper. Yeah, and also the line where it says disturb and disrupt. The ordinary and the mundane. Were we asking for this? Is it our fault? <laughs> Holy cow. Guys, it might be our fault. Oh my gosh. But I was thinking like, <laughs> I feel like the definition of going from surviving to thrive, like we are all surviving, but we're learning how to thrive in a new environment. Right. Absolutely. So let's, let's take that and run with it. Yep. And spread some joy this episode. For sure. It's going to be good. For sure. So week number five of full shelter in place for... Uh, us here in California, I know some of you have been uh, a little bit, you know, a little bit shorter than that as far as how long you've been, um, or the time has been a little bit shorter in terms of how long you've been in a full shelter in place. But we've all been in this for a while now. Yeah. And so um, so I'm excited in this episode to just kind of catch up with where we are currently and also just kind of get kind of our feelings out there of how this is all kind of like pro how we're processing this, how this is all coming along for us. And I know every single person uh, listening, your situation is different. And um, what we say is going to be descriptive, not prescriptive, in the sense that uh, please don't take the next 30 minutes or so and um, compare your life to that because there's no way uh, that we can uh, speak directly to your situation. And so you may have noticed that last week we didn't do an episode. There's a couple of reasons behind that. Number one, we were going into Holy Week. Um, coming up, you know, going into the week of Easter. And for me, I just felt like um, if there was anything that I could cut um, to kind of simplify things um, that I wanted to do that. And while this is very, very important to me, as you guys know, we haven't missed a week since uh, starting the podcast other than one little week that we came on and said that we were going to um, spend some time with your mom and, and take the time off, you right. know, Jess, but we haven't really taken a week off. And so, um, it was important to me uh, to, to keep this going and keep it going regularly, which we have every intention of doing. Yes. But last week, it just felt like, man, it was it was the right time to take a break if we were going to take a break at all. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like the um, this whole experience has really helped me think through priorities, right? And what needs to shift right now, what my priority and my focus needs to be right now. And sometimes that's saying um, yes to the best and no to the rest. And right now, our sweet three boys are requiring a lot of hands-on attention yeah. and time because I am thinking of it. Obviously, there are moments, you know, selfishly when you wish you could just be 
maybe having some quiet moments alone. But all in all, I think about their little hearts and their little heads and what they're going through as kids. And I am considering that in my mind um, of just um, needing to have open dialogue with them and conversations. And just like, I don't know about you guys out there and, you know, you'll have to, you'll have to text me or comment or whatever and tell me how you're feeling. But it is, it is different and it is um, odd, I would say, that there are moments that I feel like, you know what, I love this. We are all together. We made cookies today. We <laughs> jumped on the trampoline together. Like, right. this is great. I could do this forever. Like, yeah, and the then, issue is, though, when that's the day every single day. <laughs> right. And then, and then there's other moments where I'm like, right. oh, my gracious. My kids are not going back to school. I have to do, I have to be their teacher for distance learning. Like I've got, there's like, I am not going to make it. And I think it's such a, a, you know, it's just such um, an array of emotions. And just like I am feeling those ups and downs as I'm sure hopefully all of you are too. I'm not alone in feeling those ups and downs and processing this. My, our little cute little tiny humans, our three little guys are feeling that um, even more and they don't even have the emotional intellectual capability to be able Who's to calling? do that. Who, um, who is it? It is actually, should I rat them out? Sure. Yeah. Let's, let's do it. They it's, called the middle of the It's podcast. Tracy's fault. Tracy, <laughs> Tracy Molinar. If you're listening, if you're, if you're listening, <laughs> you made it on the podcast, Trace. That's right. No edits here. Nope. Nope. Not at all. But he, the thing is, is truly with the kids, um, you know, being sensitive to that and being patient, I think, um, because they're what I'm experiencing and I have a lot more years of being able to process and the maturity because of years in experience. They don't have that. Yeah. So I am keeping that in the front of my prefrontal cortex. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, our, our, our guys are handling it like champs they really are. in terms of processing this information. I mean, when you consider that, you know, Bennett had just started a baseball season with a brand new team. Yeah. Chandler had just started uh, his first season of soccer that he has been talking about for the better part of a year. Um, and to have both of those seasons canceled and then not knowing that this was even going to be a thing. We, uh, you guys know, we moved back a few months ago and uh, a couple of months ago now, and we thought we were going to wait until the end of the school year to transfer them to the new school. And we just found that life would be a lot simpler and the kids were open to transferring school sooner. And so literally a week before the shelter in place order went into effect, we transferred them to the new school and they had one week with their new classmates and that was it. Right. And we don't, we really didn't even have time to learn their teaching, their teachers teaching styles. And now we're having to try to interpret that through distance learning and everything being, yeah, we don't have the rapport and yeah. assignments. And it, that has been a challenge for me. Um, sure. but I do have to say publicly how much I appreciate like about three days into distance learning. Um, you know, I, I was really overwhelmed and came to Eddie and he was like, how can I help? And I'm like, I don't even know, like, it's just so much to sift through and there's so many subjects, there's optional things and there's required things. And, um, our school very much has communicated. There are full on grades and I'm still like looking at text saying there, you, your kids will be graded on this. So I'm feeling that pressure. And Eddie was like, you know, I know our firstborn Bennett is a total early bird. He doesn't mind getting up. So Eddie sacrificed and he is getting up with Bennett and knocking his school out kind of between 645 and like eight mm-hmm. and 815 and able to knock out his subjects. And then Chandler, who needs a lot more hands on is I'm doing that with him kind of in the morning and throughout the day, all while the toddler is going all while I am still working real estate yeah. and we are still very much connecting with our amazing church. Can we talk about church today yet? Yes. Can we, we will. hop to that? Yeah, we will in just what? a minute, but I, I do want to say about what you like just about what you just said Yeah. back to our kids handling it. Well, I mean yeah. like in light of all of that change and all of that, like they have been, 
Um, of course, they're hyper. They're boys. Of course, they're rowdy. Of course, you know, every day brings new challenges in terms of just like behavior control and stuff like that, you know, self-discipline and self-control. Yeah. But in terms of processing the news, you know, because we we kind of as parents, I think we we underestimate how resilient our kids are in the sense that we're like, oh, we just got word that Chandler's soccer season is canceled. Oh, man, when should we talk to him about this? And then you talk to him about it and he's kind of like, oh, bummer. Okay. And then he's on. And then you think, oh, well, maybe he's not expressing his emotions and he's just burying it deep inside. And you ask him about it a couple days later and he goes, uh, it, it was a bummer, but it's okay. Like, I mean, so our kids are handling it remarkably well. We're blessed in that way. Um, but I do think one of the things that a lot of people, um, I hope a lot of people can, um, can resonate with and that I hope that because I hope they're working is that our jobs have probably increased in volume, um, maybe 50, 60, 75% since this whole thing started. Um, it's amazing. At first they said, you know, for, for, for me at the church, we've converted everything we do in person to an online experience. And so, um, from nuts to bolts, everything in between, we have converted everything and really, um, kids ministry, young adult ministry, student ministry groups, um, you know, uh, pastoral care, everything that we do is converted online. And so uh, it's required new systems, training, and then working those systems and recruiting volunteers to work those systems virtually as well. And um, so that's been one thing for me. And then on your side of things, like they originally deemed um, real estate uh, professionals as non-essential and basically said, hey, we're going to shut, shut this thing down. down. And so except like you could still um, put in offers on houses, but you couldn't go see them. Nothing in person. You couldn't like you couldn't do anything. And then about a week later, they said no. Nope. Uh, the state of California said that no, these these workers are essential. And so now um, the paperwork just to go show one property. Yeah. So you sh- yeah you showed a few houses yesterday, and you were telling me you had to shoe covers, masks, gloves, yeah. and extra paperwork just before entry, just to show a house. To have everybody yeah. sign off just to show it, not even yeah, yeah. knowing if they're gonna like it. Yeah. yeah so it's a um, lot of rigmarole. And even right before this podcast, you were like, "Man, I got so much work to do." Because um, of course, with people staying inside of their houses, there's also people now going, "Man, I don't know if this is the right house for us," because we. We're having a hard time. And you call that, whether you call that restlessness because they're, you know, just been in their house for so long, or you call it just like coming to terms with the reality of we need a different house or, you know, a bigger house, a house that better suits our needs, yeah. whatever your stuff has actually picked up. Yeah. I've been, bu- I've, I've been very busy during this time, yeah. very yeah. busy, which I'm thankful. I'm so thankful because there are so many people yeah. that don't have work. Um, and so I'm, I'm thankful, but, and in, in my with what I do, you don't get paid till you close a house. So I'm, right. it's a lot of real estate activities and then hoping it all falls yeah. into place, but that my job helps me grow closer to the Lord daily. Yeah. So when you, <laughs> so when you take that, but so when you take it. that stuff and you balance that with, or really balance is the wrong word. There is no balance. When you take that and you throw it into the mix with the distance education for the kids right. and keeping up with the house and cooking meals and you know, yard work and everything else that we're, you know, trying to do just here at the house, things that you would normally yeah, kind of pace out over the course of your week. Hey, I'm going to do this paperwork while the kids are in school. Yes. Or I'm going to, I'm oh, going yes. to the, go show these houses while the, while the baby's at preschool, like all of that stuff is gone. And so we're having to adjust to a lot of we're that. Reinventing the schedule. Absolutely. And, and like Jess said, I mean, we're super blessed in the sense that um, we still have a lot going and our jobs are still, uh, safe and secure and um, uh, you know things have been good that way and I recognize for some people listening that that's probably not the story um, your job has either been cut back severely or lost altogether during this time 
And man, that's such such a tough thing to to to, to deal with. I can't even imagine having the pressure that we're facing right now with the pressure of oh crap, where's our next you know grocery trip going to come from? It made me think when you said that. Um, it made me think of a really sweet family moment that we had today that I wanted to yeah to, go for to tell you guys. Yeah, um, Eddie's stepdad Jerry. Right. was a huge part of raising him and his life. And he called like a family um, Facebook portal meeting today. Like, not yeah, which is not with- like it's it's a little out of character for him, not out of character in a bad way. But like he's a man, a few words. And so like I got this text a couple days ago and he was like, we'd love to chat with the whole family um, or with all the family that can on the, por- day, on the portal. Time. And so I'm like, yeah, sounds great. I've got this window to this window open, but, you know, between services. And so he sent me a text back, said, 3.30, let's do it. And so uh, we got on there with with our family, my sister's family. In Michigan. My mom, my stepdad, Jerry. And then, yeah, and they're all in Michigan. And then my stepbrother, Denny, his wife, Christy, and their daughter, Emma, who are in Mississippi. Okay. And uh, yeah. I think they're in Miss- yeah, Mississippi. It's either East Tennessee or West Tennessee or Mississippi, but I'm pretty confident it's Mississippi. Um, and uh, yeah, honestly, that was the first conversation I'd had with with Denny in a long time too. It was so cool though. Yeah. Denny was already growing up and out of the house by the time that we, uh, by the time that my mom had married, uh, my stepdad, Jerry. And so, um, yeah, I mean, we, I have fond memories of him as a kid, but I, I haven't had a whole lot of time to catch up with him lately. So that was really, really good. It was just super sweet on the call, how we kind of caught up for a few minutes. And then, um, he ended up bringing up the scripture of, you know, how God takes care of the birds in the air and the grass in the field and the flowers and they don't have to worry about you know where things come from but god your heavenly father if he cares about those details of your life Mm -hmm. of those things will care about the details of your life don't you know that the very hairs on your head are numbered yeah and that scripture it's just today it it almost like hearing jerry read like read it out loud to all of us is kind of like a comfort in this crisis i just thought man it's and it's so simple but he said you know, and then he also went to the scripture, blessed are those who have, who have not seen Jesus, but believe. Yeah. And he's like, guys, that's us. Yeah. The scripture he started with was let not your hearts be troubled. You believe in believe God, God, believe, believe also in me. me. And, uh, I remember as a kid, like Jerry used to read that verse and not even read it. He would just quote it because he loved it. And so it was, it was awesome to hear him yeah. talk about that today. It was so cool. It was cool. a good time. And I, I mean, I, I thought of that because of an encouragement to people who right now, are very much like out of work and it's very uncertain what's going to happen and you know, money's short and things are, and I just, I'm going to believe in faith for you that God is just going to give you what you need. Yeah. And please let us know how we can pray for you or help you during this time for sure as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's something we want to do. So, uh, send us a private message on Facebook or on Instagram. Um, or you can hit us up just wherever you want to find us. Uh, and just send us a prayer request. We'd love to pray for you and uh, and just kind of hear how you're doing. Um, and you may have noticed, like, we, we don't have a huge agenda uh, in front of us for the show. There's no topic. Um, I'm, I'm calling these quarantine updates, you know, as far as the title of them goes. And the reason is, is because I just feel like during this time, it's, um, there's not a whole lot that we can do about our current situation other than to be good husbands, good wives, good parents, great families. And um, really just kind of talk and process through what we're going through. You know, I'm a, I'm a big podcast guy. I mean, that's why one of the reasons we're doing this. I, I think podcasts are incredibly valuable, especially when you can find one that resonates with you. And um, I listen to probably three or four podcasts a day on a normal week. 
And I found myself, I was in the truck yesterday, um, uh, or maybe it was a couple days ago. Um, no, it was yesterday. I was running an errand and I was kind of scrolling through my podcast feed to try to figure out what I was going to listen to on the way there and on the way back and so forth. And I just, I couldn't find anything because there were a lot of podcasts on my feed who weren't acknowledging the times that we're in and they were just kind of going on with normal programming, which I understand that um, in the sense that, you know, some people just want to create normalcy. I get that. But man, I also want to hear people that I respect and I admire talk to where I'm at and where I'm, what I'm currently feeling. And so I feel like with this podcast, um, at least for the next, you know, few weeks, we want to bring you just kind of like real life content of where we are, how we're processing things, how we're dealing with things. And yes, of course, we're going to have things on our heart that we want to share along the way. But what we're not going to do is get on here and, and, and give you um, three steps to get out of financial debt, you know, because um, right now is not the appropriate time, in my opinion, to, um, while that may be helpful, and there may be some, some of you out there who, you know, you, you have a job and you're working hard and you're saving money and you do want to do that. But I think the vast, if I'm casting the widest net to the people out there who might be listening to this, what I think that they might appreciate, and you guys tell me if I'm wrong. If you're like, no, I'll get back to the content, then maybe I'm wrong. But I think what, what people would want to hear at this point is just the raw, the real, and the honest kind of pieces of where we're at currently. Yeah. You know, and with this, with this whole um, quarantine, shelter in place, uh, you know, coronavirus situation, man, it, it has... It's been a thing for us. I mean, like, um, things are good overall. Things are amazing on all fronts um, in terms of we have our health. You know, like we talked about, we have our jobs. You know, things are going well. Relationally, we're doing fine. But, man, we have certainly had our moments. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I even, um, I am, like, Eddie is an introvert. I am an extrovert. So we are even processing the situation differently. Yeah. And learning how to navigate that with each other and prefer one another in love in the in that situation the you know the thing too is um i'm just taking it like literally one day at a time mentally um today is day 31 of quarantine and um i'm proud of that i actually so our kids feel purpose in it every night when they go to bed and we pray with them i've been saying every night when they go to bed guys we did it you did it it's another day (laughs) that you're going to bed healthy mission accomplished and i'm just stopping there because i want them to feel like what is the mission right now like the mission is to stay healthy and to help and pray for others right and so um i'm just hoping that that is relaying purpose to them because i you know very much we can't conquer the world in a day we can't solve this problem in a day for personality types like me that's hard to wrestle with each day so i'm Mm -hmm. just my, you know, I, and we're not turning on the news a lot. Um, and I'm right. just, I don't even know. I don't know if it's gonna be May 1st. I don't know if it's gonna be May 15th. I don't know if it's gonna be June 1st. And anyone that brings that up, I've kind of been rude. I've been like, I can't even, sorry. <laughs> like we're not, we're just tomorrow. I know, right. I know today is day 31 and tomorrow yeah. will be day 32 sure. until somebody tells me we're, we're good. We've definitely flattened the curve and we're, we can resume normal life. Um, so yeah. How about you? Yeah. Um, you know, for me, like the shelter in place, being at home, um, you know, even for an introvert, like I, I'm i uh, any personality test that you take, uh, whether it be Myers-Briggs or it be Culture Index or whatever test you're taking, um, I'm always right on the line of introvert, extrovert, but, but I lean introverted, meaning like I can really easily turn on my extroverted side if I, if I want to. 
But if I have to do that for too long, um, it bur- I get burnt out. And I usually, Jessica will usually find me at a party, like in the bedroom or something like that, because I'm just like, I need a moment. Um, but yeah. so the whole shelter in place thing for me has been, um, I think a little easier in the sense that I've, I've been home and uh, I'm not like dying to go and do things. You know what I, I like? It's not even necessarily just going and doing things. There's a couple of things in particular that I've been like, man, I wish we could do that. Like, I wish we could have gone to the beach this week. You know what I mean? Right. We just can't. They've shut down the beach. So, I mean, like for me, I'm like, man, it would have been nice just to go uh, walk on the, you know, walk, not walk on the water. Uh, we can't do that. We're not, we, we don't have that ability. No, we cannot. No. Um, but walk, you know, walk along the beach next to the water. And, uh, you know, like today I had a thought like, man, today would have been a great day to go to Disneyland, you know? And I know that these are like crazy, crazy things. So I, I'm more missing the big moments, but man, you know, today we had an incredible Easter. I mean, we just had a great Easter together. And I think for me, um, you know, I talked to a buddy this morning who I could tell when I, uh, another buddy of ours from church, and I, I could tell when I talked to him that he was down. And so I followed up with him a little bit later. And I said, hey, man, I talked to you, when I talked to you, you seemed a little down, everything okay? And he was like, man, and he's an extrovert as well. And he's just like, oh, man, I'm just, I'm just going stir crazy. I just want to get back to church. I just want to get back with our people. Yeah. And honestly, this is the first Easter in 30 I'm start I'm in my I'm starting my 38th year of life right now I guess. Um well I just turned 37 which means that I'm starting my 38th year isn't that right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. 37 38 <laughs> years you, I don't know you tell me that I've it's the first Sunday in my life um the first Easter Sunday in my life where I haven't been in church. And not just in church but like in church like there for every service all day long, you know. Yeah. Whether that's singing at church or volunteering at church and now uh serving on the staff of a church. And so um, there were pieces of me today that was like, man, this is so different. But I'd be lying if I, you know, the introverted side of me, I'd be lying if I didn't say like the breath of fresh air, like I am receiving it well. Like, and when I say fresh air, I mean just like the break in the monotony, the break in the ordinary. And, And Easter is never ordinary. But what I mean is like, the routine of Easter. Like usually for me, all of, you know, four weeks up to Easter is full of preparation and dreaming and brainstorming and, uh, and, and working, 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 working. And then the week of Easter is usually like, for lack of a better term, it's like hell week. You know what I mean? It's like week of just like constant work, you know, in football, we used to call the week, um, the week before opening day, you used to call it hell week. Cause you do two a day practices and you'd get your conditioning really good. And that's what you do. Um, the week before Easter. Maybe that's a bad word to use in relation to Easter, I think. Well, we can call it Hell Week because Jesus defeated hell in the go. grave. There we go. So <laughs> I just turned that around. But you get the idea is that nor under normal circumstances, that week is like um, so busy, no family time. I'm at the church late every night, um, you know, and then the weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I'm at the church all day, every day, uh, nonstop. So in that sense, the like... <sighs> The like break from that um, is welcomed at the same time. If I had to pick between the two, between what we do every year under normal circumstances and this year, I would pick what we do every year under normal circumstances because um, because it involves being with our other church family, you know. And uh, so for me, that honestly, it's been the biggest the biggest bummer of this whole thing. I mean, I'm, I'm here with you every day, Jess, and I'm here with the kids every day. So I I I've got you know, I've got full access to the family. Like, that's good. If I have family, if I have you and the kids and then I have church 
my church family, I'm good. Like you, Disney can go away and that'll occasionally be a bummer. Baseball, soccer, everything else can go away and it'll be like, oh shoot, you know, but I can live and I can survive with that. But if you take away either of those two things, um, it's, it's soul crushing for me. The beautiful thing about it though today is that like, even though the doors were closed at the church, um, the church was open. It was so great. The church was wide open and there was, you know, um, there were so many new people um, engaged with our services today online. And when I say engaged, like, I mean, commenting, um, taking next steps to join groups and to uh, accept Christ as their savior and all these things. So, man, I am, um, I'm looking at what God's doing in this moment and I'm, I'm thinking, okay, I don't think anything goes back to normal after this. I think this is going to change the way we do everything from now on. Yeah, and I there was this um, really powerful um, moment in the service, like after the message. The message was amazing, but we, um, I, I don't know who had the idea, but somebody had the idea to. Yeah, it was Kevin. Kevin yeah. Ward, our amazing, talented friend, had the idea where everyone records Waymaker at home in their house. Yeah. Um, people from our worship team, and we kind of created an online choir of just everyone from their home, um, just praising God, and it was such a powerful thing. And actually some people's entries got missed and Eddie was like, so just really Eddie and Kevin, everyone just wanted it to be so perfect that yeah, and he stayed up till mid yeah. stayed up till midnight and then got up at six again. Cause the uploading wasn't finished with the new version and yep. just making sure it was just, just so. And the, the, the fruit of that, the result of that was unbelievable to see. Um, yeah. just, it, it was so moving. And I just, I've already gotten people, texting and just saying oh, we need to share this we need to share it was just it's not even at that moment you know it's not about you even being part of the team it's just like god was using you in that small yeah. way to for such a greater purpose right and that it's just yeah it's so the fulfilling. way the way i like to talk about it is like when i'm praying um before we head into a service with the team or something like that the way i like to pray about it is like god let us experience something today that on, that when we when we're done with it we can only look back and say god did that because yeah. our plans are plans and they're going to be fine and they'll be cute and fun and, and, you know, maybe inspiring at best, but man, God is, is, is what brings it to another level. Yeah. So, it was a super special moment. I mean, yeah. the whole service was just great and yeah. I could feel, it felt, it, it's so weird because I thought that it's not going to feel like Easter this year right? because I'm just not there with all of the people, the church family we love and like the, the live service, but it did. It still felt like Easter. It was an amazing online service and it really filled my heart. Friday night, we had live Instagram worship with our team and almost a hundred people from our church, 92 people yeah. sign on. And we did worship live on Instagram with our church for good killer. Friday. That was soul filling this week. We, this week we did the Kaiser parade with our community yes. and we got out and we thanked our doctors and nurses. And yes. That so, was soul filling for me this week. I mean, there's been a lot. Of so good a lady, yeah, week. a lady within our church, for those of you listening, a lady within our church, um, organized a car parade basically by two of the areas, um, larger hospitals. And so they did one, oh, I think it was on Tuesday or maybe it was Monday. I can't remember. And then they did another one on Thursday and Thursdays. We missed the one on Monday or Tuesday, but the one on Thursday we got to go to and we it just, was the hospital. Our third son was born at it's yeah. a newer hospital and Lucas yeah. was born there. So it was so cool because we just were driving by and all the nurses and doctors and uh, the maintenance crews and the cleaning people from the hospital, they're all standing out front with masks on and just we're driving by and cheering them on and honking our horn and 
uh, it was just really, really cool, cool moment. And you know, it's funny. I, I reckon I was thinking about this just as we were talking about it. I recognize that there might be people listening to this podcast who are like, I don't like, um, I don't understand this whole ministry talk stuff. I don't understand like what, what's the big deal about church on Sunday, that kind of thing. Um, even for some Christians, you may, you know, it's amazing to me how many times like we, um, invite someone to participate in the service. And then when they see kind of the inner workings of the service, they go, Oh my gosh, I had no idea there was this much (laughs) going on. Um, imagine, but put yourself in the business world for a moment. Imagine that you are giving uh, a large presentation to your top client, to the client that brings you, um, the most, um, you know, in business terms, the, the biggest mo- account, the biggest account, whatever yeah. that is, that's what Sundays feel like for us. And not that, we're, and here's the, here's the, here's the catch. We're not, um, we're not putting on a presentation for the client, which is the person on the other side of the screen. Uh, we are facilitating an environment where all of the people looking at all the screens everywhere can, um, worship and praise God. Like literally connect, connect with the person that with created God. them, and so it's it's yeah. it's it's a little different. But it, but if you're having a hard time visualizing, like what is that, what are they talking about, and, and what what are the what's the weight that they're feeling behind all these things? That's what we're feeling is facilitating that environment that is free of distraction that that causes people to think about who God is and gives them the ability to worship and to um, to praise God together. So that's a um, a little bit of how our um, kind of Easter week has gone and how we have felt about it. You know, what's really cool is right before we got on the podcast, there was a knock at our door and, um, and we, uh, Jessica's sister, Jenna was here. So she opened the door and she, right as she opened the door, the lady was running away from the door and just said, happy Easter. And just kept running. Jenna didn't know who it was, who it was, but she had left a gift bag on the doorstep and they brought it in. And it was a sweet family from our church, the Chappelle's. And they, they actually brought, uh, they brought us some really nice masks, you know what I mean? Uh, like with the filters in them and all that stuff too. And it's funny, uh, yeah, have, if you would have given me a mask for Christmas this last year, I would have been like, oh, that's, thanks grandma, that's my, nice. My, 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 how times have changed. Wow, but man, I saw the mask and I was like, this <laughs> yes, is really nice. a good mask. This is a great mask. But the, but the like the, the creme de la creme of the bag, the thing that I was super, super excited to see is that um, Nathan, um, Mr. Chappelle, he... Uh, has taken up wood, uh, I think, what do you call it? Is it, uh, he has a lathe, right? That's what you call it. We spin the wood and he carves things. Wood lathing. Uh, Let's call it woodworking. Woodworking. Fancy he's taken, woodworking. He's taken on fans, fancy woodworking. Because I don't know what that's And he called. started to make custom, like, ballpoint pens. Like, and I'm holding the pen in my hand right now. You can't see it. But this thing is, like, it is a keepsake. Like, it is a it is an heirloom thing that I will I will have forever. And what's cool is he put a little card in there and sa- and it says that the wood that this pen is made out of is from Bethlehem, which is super cool. It says your purchase um your purchase is a product cuz he purchases the wood blanks and then he makes the the pens out of them. Your purchase is a product made out of authentic olive wood from Bethlehem, the Holy Land. This is a beautiful this is a beautiful wood as you will see with the contrast of swirls of the olive wood grain and man, it is It's like, a really gorgeous piece the, of art yeah that it's will incredible write. and i am i almost want to tie it to my neck or something so that i don't <laughs> lose it because you know how pens are like they disappear one day well and it has a fun little felt bag right so you can just keep it on your so desk whenever you. you go back to work i have no idea if the Chappelle's listen to this podcast or if they even know we do a podcast but if you're out there just know that uh you made my day thank you so i found that scripture you guys i was talking about earlier and it's matthew 6 
um, 25 um, through like 30-ish. But um, yeah, Matthew 6, 26 says, Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Can any one of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? And why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow? They do not label, labor or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and gone tomorrow, is thrown into the fire, he will not, will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith. So don't worry, saying, what shall we eat or what will we drink or what shall we wear? For pagans run after these things and your heavenly father knows that you have need of them. That's really good. God knows your need today, wherever you are, whatever you're dealing with, whatever your frustrations or your um, obstacles are today, God knows your need. And uh, man, don't forget that. Don't forget that, that you're not alone in this. You know, we've been saying at church, uh, you may be alone, but you don't have to be isolated. And that is just a good word for anyone. Uh, if you're isolated, if you feel alone, if you feel like, man, you've got no one that you can talk to, you need to reach out to people that you can trust and make sure uh, that you get connected because um, we'll come out of this, like whether it's another month, two weeks, I don't know how long it's going to be. Um, we'll come out of this and the world will keep spinning and things will start to seem normal again. But what you don't want to do is you don't want to find yourself in a position where um, you are damaged because of the things that you didn't do during this time. Right. And phones are still working and yep. the internet is still working. So no excuses. If you're feeling down, you can reach out. That's right. Anything else you want to say, babe? No, I'm just um, going to do this tomorrow. <laughs> we're just going to do another day, one day at a time. You this guys week, with me? This last week was spring break, so we're, we're trying to gear, you know, rev up for uh, another week of school and yes. distance learning. It's so going to be good. It's going to be really we're gonna good. We're going to keep joy at the forefront and yep. hopefully you just shoot for more good moments than hard moments. We're going to do this. Absolutely. <laughs> well, we love you guys and we're praying for you. Remember, you can always find us on Instagram or on Facebook at Thriving at Home Pod. Have a great week, guys. We'll see you soon. <laughs>